0: What's up? What's up, girl? Whoop whoop!
1: How <laughs> to how to throw that in for old times' sake? <laughs> whoop whoop! Because uh, this is this is like our we well we passed our tenth episode. We didn't even with no ceremony, <laughs> real, with no ceremony, and last time we didn't even introduce the podcast. So I'll do that now. Hello, <laughs> and we welcome did- to dude. That's fucked up. <laughs> oh whoops. I'm Erin. I'm yeah, Nicole. Yeah. So um, I, I, I did it real profesh this time, so.
0: Um, Pete made a funny comment about the gathering the, of the Juggalos, like, juxtaposed to that um, fire festival.
1: Oh, my God. He, he was
0: like, oh, the fire festival makes the gathering of the Juggalos look real put together. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I was like, uh, yeah, if I was presented with two options, one that w- that I was told was like a luxury festival, that was like you know, rat a shit on an island like have your own little bungalow yeah, or the instagram worthy the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> instagram worthy or the gathering of the jugglos i'd be like oh, fire festival but then if someone told me today i had my choice definitely gathering of the jugglos i saw an instagram of like one of the meals that they were serving and it oh, was like the cheese sandwich yeah. <laughs>
1: oh my god it was like
0: two pieces of bread, two craft singles and uh, some salad with like dressing on it
1: yeah, like a wilted, gross salad. Oh man! Yeah, it looked terrible. Yeah, but so all these people were stranded. They didn't have like food or water, and like they had gotten like a bunch of people drunk, like because that was the only thing they could do. They threw all these people's like luggage in a shipping container and just like started tossing <laughs> out the the bags and stuff to them when they got to the island. There was no lights anywhere. It was it was it it, it was very 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 bad, very bad. <laughs> Like, I I did read one girl's account, and um, I was like, haha, fuck these people, but then I read it, and I was like, oh shit, like, this is really... I'd be kind of scared, actually, not knowing when you're getting off this island. It's like going to the island of Dr. Moreau or
0: something. (laughs) I don't know. And, I don't know, yeah, they're just all, like, kind of duped, and it sucks.
1: Yeah, that's why you gotta do research on everything, because... There's a lot of hucksters out there these days. Oh, yeah. Fucking um, around. Uh, like Lou Pearlman, man. <laughs> oh, gross.
0: I have a... Okay, I'm going to read you... Uh, okay, I have a fun fact that a, that someone wrote in with. Someone is related to me. Her name's Natalie. She's not my mom. She's my cousin. <laughs> oh yeah. They have the same name. Hi, Natalie. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Natalies, both. Yeah, um, hi hi Mama Natalie and hi cousin Natalie. <laughs> yeah. Um so she texted me one day this fact that I wanted to uh, to screenshot to you, but then I was like, oh, maybe she'll do like a little write-up for us and I can read it on the air. And so <laughs> she did so nice. and she said it was fun cuz it was like kind of like writing a research paper. <laughs> oh my college. god that's so sweet yeah she wrote, put together a lot of stuff but it's very long i'm not i'm gonna just read some of it we i don't think we need like all the background but basically louis the 14th had two buttholes is <laughs> <laughs> like what she texted me oh my i just god. get like a message alert at work it's like did How you know did louis the 14th had two buttholes yeah i did not know this um,
1: I, Cause I'm obsessed with buttholes, man.
0: <laughs> no, <know>, me too. <laughs> uh, except my own, I don't like yeah. my my own. I'm like, I don't want to talk about it.
1: <laughs> I'm very comfortable with my own. Well, after yeah. having close up pictures taken of it, and I like still look at them from time to time. Just like,
0: oh, How oh you doing? I wish I would have gotten photos from mine.
1: Um, they might still be on file. They oh, definitely they might. have to take. Yeah, I hey, should email up. the
0: doctor. <laughs> it was in New York. Hi, so.
1: uh, <laughs> hey doc. Listen, <laughs> I just. I feel like I need to get into a better relationship with my butthole, and yeah. I really was hoping you had some uh, some of those pics.
0: <laughs> I want to reconnect with my butthole, my younger butthole. <laughs> also, I have a podcast, and a few people are starting to listen to it. I'd like to share these with them at some yeah. point. Um, yeah,
1: put them on the sh- social
0: media. Yeah, social media. Um, mm-hmm. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> so, okay, so this is uh, this is kind of like the backstory to it. Um, so Louis XIV refused to bathe and claimed to have only bathed twice in his lifetime, because I mean, bathing at the time was considered to promote like sinful behavior by the church, and water was what was considered to be the transmitter of disease, um, which I guess it I could mean, be. Yeah, it but, could be. But in this instance, they probably should have just gone with that stuff and like bathed. <laughs> um, Fuck. Instead, he used perfumes as well as reportedly over 2,000 enemas in his lifetime to keep his, you know, stank down. Um, he would use orange. But
1: how would that keep your stank down? Well, like you would. it didn't. Dis-
0: it really, yeah. it didn't because um, <laughs> he would use like orange oh. or rose waters or almond milk for uh, royal enemas. And because he didn't bathe, he was known for smelling terrible to the point that you literally smelled him before you'd see him. Which is really gross. uh... So in January of 1685, he developed a painful swelling near his anus, which by February became an abscess. Uh, And I don't want to describe what that is, but it's gross. Um, And an anal abscess can form when anal gland outlets are blocked. So he probably had like some anal pores or something (laughs) (laughs) that got all like clogged up from not cleaning back there. Um, and basically if left unattended, these, these abscesses, uh, can form a tract from within the anal rectum to the external skin near the anus, which is called an anal fistula. Mm -hmm. Um, and so by May he had developed an anal fistula so painful he could barely sit. So this doctor comes in who, his name was Charles Francois Felix and he was a barber hyphen surgeon. Yep. Is that a barber and a surgeon?
1: Or is yeah, that that's like what, a thing? That's, what th- that's what surgeons were. Like all of the like barbers were Oh my god. Surgeons. <laughs> oh that's fucked up. They had they had dual these dual jobs. Oh. I don't know why, but they did. This is before like doctors were actually doctors. Yeah,
0: yeah. Before like medical science was mm-hmm. even a thing. Yeah. Um so they asked this Charles Francois Felix, the barber surgeon, to come perform <laughs> surgery and maybe give him a haircut. Um, and he asked For six months to prepare surgery, and in that time experimented on about 70 healthy men who were either convicts or countryside peasants, most of which did not survive. So he basically, like, killed 70 poor and or (laughs) former criminal men. Um, But he did develop a retractor and, like, this curved thin tool that he would then use on... um, on Louis XIV. So surgeries back then were done without anesthesia and usually resulted in the patient's death. However, this surgery uh, was a success. Louis XIV was able to sit comfortably within a month and to ride a horse again in three months. This surgery, oh which was the creation of a second butthole, actually became fashionable within the court and was known as the Royale... <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck I can't and I cannot aristocrats would either request the surgery <laughs> or they would just pretend they had it done <laughs> <laughs> this is the funniest thing I've ever heard I know. oh my god uh, Charles Francois Felix became famous and is credited with surgeons in Europe being gradually seen as professionals um oh. so yeah I don't know how he became a professional surgeon after giving the guy a second butthole, but I feel like that's more fashionable than functional. But whatever, it's like it's like a, a
1: piercing or something. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like oh, uh, like instead of like a septum piercing, you get a fucking second, second butthole.
0: butthole. <laughs> oh my
1: god, dude, they were doing
0: it wrong. I know. Um, yeah. So. I'm going to read her like personal opinion about it um, Oh my god. because it's funny. So she says, my friend Brandon told me this on New Year's Eve a few years ago and I got so mad because like this guy was one of the richest men in history and has all these famous paintings and statues and books and movies about him and historians who are almost entirely devoted to him and he couldn't take a bath. Just take a bath. Just wash your ass. So many pretentious Francophile history lovers will go on and on about how amazing Louis XIV is or how glorious Versailles is. But this dude was so nasty and backwards that he developed a second butthole. And 70 convicts and peasants had to undergo extremely painful and often lethal experimental Mm. surgeries so they could figure out how to fix it. Stop shooting rose water up your ass and run through a sprinkler or something. god history is awful everyone smelled like shit either because they were too poor to do anything about it or or so rich but so dumb that they were afraid of water oh my god that's the best (laughs) shit i've
1: ever heard through a sprinkler
0: or something
1: god bless this is the greatest (laughs) story i've heard in my life what the fuck? Yeah, if anybody goes to Versailles anytime soon, I hope that all you can think about is the fact that Louis the Fourteenth had two buttholes. <laughs> like, dims the grandeur a little bit. <laughs>
0: oh my god. Or does it make it more grand? I don't know. <laughs> it's the royale. And here's where Louis XIV slept with his two buttholes. <laughs>
1: Just everything. <laughs> and here's where he would take his morning <laughs> constitution <laughs> with his two buttholes. <laughs>
0: oh, oh my god. <laughs> fucking hell. This this wing of the palace has two bathrooms, so he could wash each butthole with its own private
1: I don't know. Did he have to did he still do enemas after that? Oh, it doesn't
0: say. But oh man, I would imagine. Probably. now it's Good e- Lord. but you can't because it'll just you're like pouring it in and it just comes out the other butthole.
1: It's like a circular driveway.
0: <laughs> it's a like
1: a, It's like a traffic circle. <laughs> That's why they originated in France. <laughs> it's, it's called a royal. It's inspired by Louis the butthole. <laughs> oh my fucking god Uh, yeah lord
0: um you were saying your fucked up thing happened last night
1: oh yeah i mean it's not really fucked up but i (laughs) i was at my friend maggie's birthday party um happy birthday maggie
0: oh happy Um, birthday she's one of
1: she's one of our number one fans oh uh, happy birthday
0: yeah Yeah, she argued with eric right yeah okay
1: i thought they were gonna fight each other but they didn't (laughs) Um, they became friends after that, I think. Oh, good! Um,
0: We're bringing people together.
1: Yeah, tearing them apart and then bringing them together. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I was at her her place last night, and um, a bunch of her friends, people I like, I was there. <clears throat> meeting people I did not know and obviously telling them about, I, like, would casually drop into the fact that I have a podcast and everybody be like, what? Like, you have a podcast? And I'd be like, yeah, you know, it's no big deal. It's just, like, this thing that me and my best friend do and we talk about weird shit. And they're like, wait, what? What is How? And they're, like, asking me what it's about. And so, basically, I just shamelessly, shamelessly self-promoted last night and I don't feel bad about it because I love myself and it's okay. <laughs> No, 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 no. Uh, I'm kidding. Um, but no, I was just like, I, I'm i I'm happy to explain what's happening and this is what we do. And they're like, well, we are subscribing. So I mean, I even took somebody's phone and subscribed for them. Oh,
0: sick. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah. You
1: should have rated it too. <laughs> yeah, usually I'm not, like, right? Usually I'm not very, I don't, I have a hard time with uh, self-promotion just in general. I was shamelessly self-promoting and I don't care. And, um, but... I usually do think I have a hard time with self-promoting, but for some reason I was like, I don't care. Because it's fun. Because doing the podcast is super fun. Yeah. I- and it's not like it's not like I'm trying to sell something weird. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. That's a good segue. <laughs> we're talking about <laughs> this week. We're talking about uh, multi-level marketing. Yeah. A.K.A., like I, I like to call it, Pyramid light <laughs> pyramid scheme coming out of last week yeah c- coming out of last week yeah uh, talking about Ponzi scheme scheme and uh, Lou Pearlman
0: it's it's like pyramid light because you have some level of like visibility into wh- right. what's going on I mean like people who sign up for these multi level marketing businesses to be like a consultant or whatever you know what the product is you know kind of where your bonus structure comes from everything's explained. Mm -hmm. It's just that it's really hard to make money doing it without getting more people to join. Right. So uh, um, multi-level marketing
1: is, if you're confused about what that is, some examples of of what multi-level marketing is, is uh, like Avon, Mary Kay, uh, uh, doTERRA, those or doTERRA, I don't know, those essential oils... Herbal life. thanks Deej. <laughs> <laughs> um, pure Romance, which is a uh, sex toys, <laughs> which fuck yeah, that's cool. Uh, Jam Berry, Stella and Dot, Young Living, which is I guess the same as DoTerra. Uh, Pampered Chef, Lularoe, um, yeah. And there's lots, there's lots and lots of them. What's that one
0: um, that is like a sham? Wow. Uh, I think it's Norwec Norwex or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I see that yeah. in my social feed. But,
1: yeah, I don't know. So a lot of these, like the ones that I listed, I don't know much about Norwex. But, but. um. DJ, get out. You're not a. Get the fuck out. You're not the third <laughs> member of this podcast. <laughs> um, the, I don't know, I don't know anything about Norwich. I don't know if it's like a good product or not, but the ones that I listed just now um, are well known and um, have (sighs) some products that uh, are not maybe not great or they're just like whatever. Like it's probably like a a white label uh, product, and they just slap their name on it and then people sell
0: it for them. Yeah, basically. Well. <clears throat> yeah, I guess <clears throat> sorry, ugh almond butter. Um <laughs> I guess like what's interesting about these no matter what it is, like if it's Avon or Mary Kay or Lularoe or whatever, how a multi level marketing business quote unquote works is that they they you have to buy in essentially. So mm-hmm. you know, someone maybe in your social realm is having like an avon party or like you know doing a lularoe sale on facebook and you're like oh that's interesting and then somehow you get recruited into it and mm-hmm. you have to buy into it so you have to buy all these products up front um, yeah you have
1: to have inventory quote-unquote to yeah. sell to people um and that's how
0: they make a uh, most of their money it, right. like that's how a lot of these pyramid companies they're pyramid marketing companies you could say that right
1: Yeah, I think, I mean, well, so they don't, pyramid schemes or pyramid marketing or whatever, it has a very negative connotation. So it's, they are multi, they call it multi-level marketing. Like I said in the last episode, anytime you fuck up, you just rebrand yourself (laughs) and then people don't know. Yeah. So if you, and so some of these. Companies are pretty well known. Like, obviously, Avon and Mary Kay have been around forever, but some of them are like newer. But a lot of uh, some of these have uh, less reputable ones have had lawsuits brought against them and then they just kind of rebrand and then they come back as something else. Yeah. So, like, the product just gets a new label slapped on it. And then, so some of the stuff that's sold is like decent. Like, there's, um, I think like Mary Kay or Avon. I, I think it's Avon actually has like a really good like eyeliner that has been in like Allure
0: and stuff. Like some of the products that they have are like fine. Um, I never but realized. Some of them are not. <laughs> yeah. Well, I never realized Avon was a multi level marketing company. Like mm-hmm. I knew like people sold it, but I thought it was more of like a catalog business or something. And they used to have like um like little like kiosks in the mall. Mm-hmm. And so
1: yeah, I think they're a little bit different than like your classic uh, pyramid or multi-level marketing. Yeah, like they, they have they have they're an actual like they they sell in all different ways. So yeah,
0: I, I did read though in the past few years, I like I read an article on the dot mm-hmm. which is like all about mostly well all multi-level marketing, but I think Mary Kay specifically. And yeah. It, it, yeah. It, it is, like, in the past few years, they weren't doing as well. Avon wasn't. And so they started, no, like, f- trying to figure out why or how they could do better. And they saw all these other multi-level marketing companies and, they're like, oh, we need more people to, like, be selling it. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, so just really quickly, just describing a multi-level marketing just in case it wasn't clear. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not as much of a pyramid scheme, but... Pyramid marketing, like you're saying, yep. Um, initial product purchases is a buy, buy, and where uh, the multi-level marketing makes the bulk of their money. So you, when you buy the inventory that you need to sell, that's how the company, like you're making like a potential investment, yeah, quote unquote. But you are just buying a shit ton of product from them at, in one go, hoping that you'll sell it all, and they are getting that money, obviously, yeah. Um, Uh, consultants make their money is in where That's where the consultants make their money is in recruiting others. Yep. Thus you have people under you and then they will get people under them.
0: And that's called Um, like the downline is how I saw it referred to in a lot of different places. It's like that's where your commission comes from is your downline. So you have to develop one which means you have to recruit people and then Mm -hmm. you know like then you get paid off of them recruiting more people and them recruiting more people. Right.
1: Um and I before we like really get into this too, I just want to say like I do not I think that people who do want to do multi-level marketing great like I think there there are some aspects of it that can be empowering and um, it, it can help people hone marketing and sales skills for sure um, a lot of people do it as a side hustle just to make you know generate some some more um, supplemental income and that's fuck yeah do it do whatever however if you're looking to make money to make a living um this is it's not gonna happen
0: it's not the solution
1: it's not not a job it's it's not a job and and I think it's important to understand like um a lot of these are targeted to women Mm -hmm. um you know stay-at-home moms people who maybe can't really do a, a typical nine to five job for whatever reason, whether that's like, you know, cause of health reasons or, or, you know, you got kids, you got stuff going on in your life that doesn't make it possible for you to go and sit at a desk job for, you know, however long. Um, and I think if you're thinking of it as an alternative, as a, a entire career to make all of your income, I just, it's, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> no,
0: uh-uh.
1: it's a very, very flawed industry. Yeah, um, and it's a—it's also really attractive. And that's uh, when these—when you look at a company and you see like that there's money around it, like oh, look at this, and like see, and you might see like look at some of the products and be like, I really like this product. This this works really well for me. Um, something you've been sold at a party or something um, you might like believe in the product, that's fine. But the way that the multi-level marketing businesses are set up does not ensure actual money (laughs) for long term. (laughs) It can, I guess, if you are like the ultimate hustler, but at if you're gonna be devoting the amount of time, money, and energy that's required to get to that level, you you ha- like you have to do go above and beyond. And if you're if you're doing this in kind of a passive way, you're 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 probably gonna lose money actually at the end of the day.
0: If you're successful at this, you're an asshole because that means you've preyed <laughs> on other people, like you've hustled exactly. other people. Because there's no way in any of these that you can make money without. Having people under you, which means you've talked them into buying in to this as well, mm-hmm. and I and like yeah sure if you want to do this like and you have the upfront funds to float in order to get your starter kit or whatever you need, that's cool. But I, there were some stories. I mean, honestly, these things prey on people, and there were a bunch of examples that I read where people were opening credit cards just mm. to get their like fucking $5,000 initial. initial buy-in for LulaRoe, which is like what it costs. That's really high. It's really for... high. And I mean, I guess it varies. Like there's different ranges you could you could um buy into, but it's like 5 5 grand. And uh, there were other examples of people like who are now in debt like eight sixteen grand from fucking Herbalife? Yeah, and it's ridiculous. Oh like I just, it makes me sad.
1: It's so I didn't really. I mean, I think the reason we kind of like I dug. I I started digging into this like randomly. Um, first of all, I have a lot of friends who who do multi level marketing. I I I know lots of people that do it and. It's all over my Facebook. Yeah. (laughs) And that's fine. Like, I can, I'm, I, I, I I understand like people, that's how they're marketing their, their stuff. And like, that's a really effective way to do it. But you're burning through a lot of social capital. Speaking of self promotion,
0: (laughs) Um, Uh, you have no friends at that party after last night. So, probably not. (laughs) I mean, but yeah, I, I
1: think, when I see this stuff pop up in my Facebook feed, it's just like, okay, you know, I, I'm I, first of all, I don't live anywhere near where some of these people are doing. <laughs> and it's just like, it's just like clutter, it's cluttering up the feed. Oh, when they're like, um, come
0: over, like, come yeah, over to the thing. You're like, hi, yeah, <laughs> I'm 3,000 for... miles away. And it's like, well, and it's,
1: you could do it like remotely, obviously. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a, you know. You just say what you want. Yeah. Um, and it's not like you actually physically have to be there. But i it, it's just, I don't want to shit on anybody who does it because I actually, I, I have some friends that do it that I really love and respect and, um, but I, I do want to caution those same friends that like do it and do it with gusto if you want to, but don't like expect to make any money.
0: Yeah. And don't like, don't dupe friends into it. Like, I. if you know that people don't really have the money, you know your friends' financial situations a bit, I feel like. If mm-hmm. they're good friends and you see them pretty frequently, you can pick up on whether or not they should be doing this. And mm-hmm. I just don't like the whole thing of preying on your female friends to try and recruit them. And I... I've bought some LuLaRoe stuff, like, it was in my feed, and someone, a friend invited me to one of her friend's, like, parties, so it wasn't someone I know personally, and it was Mm -hmm. so easy, and this is, like, where I think LuLaRoe should be commended from, like, a marketing perspective, because all I had to do was fucking comment, like, with my email address on a dress that I liked, Mm -hmm. and she... You know, we like, you know, private messaged, I sent her my address so she could ship it to me. She just puts my email in the in the Lularoe system. I get an invoice in my email like after their little party closes or whatever, and it's I pay on like through there there directly, and it's done. Uh huh. Like it's wow. so easy. There's just pictures. I see something I like. I look at the sizing chart. It's just like ordering online, yeah. like ordering clothes from The Gap.com or whatever.
1: But right, but like their inventory, when they get their like starter kit or whatever for their inventory, they don't know what they're getting. No, they don't. And and it's like um, it, it, I guess like I I'd liken it to like getting a pack of like Pokemon cards or something, <laughs> and because there can be some rare pieces in there. <laughs> and um, I don't play Pokemon. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But you know,
0: baseball trading cards. <laughs> baseball
1: trading cards. Yeah, you yeah. don't know what's um, in there.
0: It's a surprise. You
1: don't. It's yeah. So you can get some like a bunch of like really ugly fucking shit and then you can get like some cool stuff too i suppose yeah um but yeah uh it's interesting that they also build they bake in this kind of exclusivity thing into their the way that they have when it 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 makes people want to order more inventory to sell with hopes that they get good stuff good stuff
0: it's really
1: fucking weird, man. Well, it's...
0: And they tell, like, they set up these parties that are, like, an hour long or something. So that they create, mm-hmm. like, these little, you know, hey, all my friends, like, join us in your jammies with a glass of wine. We're going to have our sale at X time, you know, on Saturday afternoon. And then that's when all the pictures get posted and there's an hour and it's, like, a little frenzy to, like, buy up all the stuff. Huh. And it, But it's smart. It's, like... Oh, yeah. we're only going to have it for this time. And if you tease it enough ahead of time, like, I have some really good stuff. Oh, my gosh. It's all super cute. And this is this is where also it becomes annoying because I started noticing after I bought some stuff and then I kind of, like, lost interest. Um, I actually bought from two different people. One who I didn't know directly and then another person that I knew from high school. And – but – it wasn't just them that was selling i was seeing all of these women on facebook that i was connected to like starting to pop up with this they were having a secondary um facebook account that was like LuLaRoe, blank first blah, blah, name blah, last name yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. um and uh creating like these personas and they're all saying the same kind of shit you know they must get yeah they get have like language points. they ha- yeah. yeah they have language that they use it's like it's
1: it's a little culty in that way because they um, they ha- it like they created this like kind of lifestyle bubble of where they like give you the language and how to like how to market yourself and it's it's very, very they have sh- their shit down like like snaps to them for that but yeah. like also it's weird
0: well if it feels a little culty too i think it's cuz some mormons started it Yeah, I mean, listen,
1: (laughs) Mormons are not a cult. I have dated
0: uh, many a Mormon, and they're very nice. They're no more or less culty than other religions. Any any religion, sure. But that's, maybe I'm giving away too much of my personal feelings about religion, but... um, (laughs) That's fair. Yeah, uh, but I did want to say that they kind of work in uh, their... um, their latter-day saints touch <laughs> in in uh their promotional materials so their their videos are always like talking about is blessings. this specifically
1: is this specifically Lula yeah yeah
0: this is still Lula Ro huh. specific but um but yeah like they kind of like t- like kind of pepper in a little bit of like oh the like blessings and like they don't talk about god but it feels very like Heavenly churchy. and stuff, yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> and their clothing is actually mod, like pretty modest. It's all mm-hmm. everything's like these long sweaters, long shirts, leggings. Even their dresses are like not short. Like they're even the ones they're like that are midi- like short, midi length. Yeah, they're yeah. like right at the knees or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I thought that was pretty interesting, but yeah.
1: Well, a lot of these um, multi-level marketing companies are actually started in Utah. Um, oh,
0: more than Lularoe. Yeah. Uh-huh oh yeah. wow
1: yeah um, and I think like that's like kind of the culture um and it doesn't necessarily mean that it's all mormon but um right. the the kind of if it is if you're if we are talking about like the the mormon uh kind of culture like it there it's very entrepreneurial um and there's a lot of like very good um like connections mm-hmm. to the church so there there's a built in kind of community there already, and this stuff becomes very successful and branches out I mean Mormons are great at um at marketing, well, that's obviously yeah, that's what I was gonna <laughs> say
0: like uh it, they it's probably it's like a little incubator kind of yeah because, exactly because Absolutely. that communitys like very supportive of each other, and so mm-hmm. it kind of quickly picks up and then it gets successful enough that you could start you know trying to find people outside that community to pick yep. up on it um but yeah that's really
1: yeah interesting. and and I'm again I want to reiterate I am not shitting on any of these people but the business practices that end up coming to light after all is said and done and like the way that the the multi-level marketing works is very shitty we're not shitting on shitty. people
0: we're educating them Erin
1: okay fair <laughs> that's fine <laughs> I just, I do do in my heart, like, I just, I've lived, worked, dated, been in and around Mormons for a good portion of my life, and I love them. Oh, nothing's wrong with Mormons, no. No, no, no. And also, like, and then also extending out to the people that I know, you know, that are friends of mine that do multi-level marketing stuff. I don't. Listen.
0: Yeah. The people I see doing it. Don't stop with one. And here's what happens. When you mm-hmm. get involved in multi-level marketing, You're and you're not of the first or second generation, maybe even third, it can only ever go up to 14 generations. Right. Like, because by then, you will have reached everyone in the world, which is a fun fact I got from watching an episode of John Oliver. Uh, oh, I saw that one. It was good. about Herbalife. Yeah, it was about Herbalife. But what will happen if you're not – like the second or third generation, you're never going to make money at this and people burn out. So that's when these like pyramid lights get like become, you know, defunct or have to rebrand themselves or have to figure out some sort of way to hook people back in. You see the same people switching up the product they're selling because when, you know, the whatever that fucking Norwex towel, once you've burned through your social cachet, like you're talking about, mm-hmm. okay, I've seen it, uh, the people that have wanted to buy in have bought in, whether they're a consultant or not, they've bought your product, you're done. Like you, and no there's only interested. so many things
1: you can buy, yeah.
0: No one else is interested, so then you have to go, oh, fuck, okay, well, I've sold all the fucking towels I'm going to sell, <laughs> now, mm. what's the next thing? Oh, it's this jewelry line that mm-hmm. is another pyramid light. And then it's like, okay, well, then you do that for a little while. I see the same people doing these things over and over and it's like,
1: well, and it's also you get you can get addicted to it mm-hmm. too. Like people actually like get addicted to it. It feels um,
0: good to have people like it, and that's the thing of why women are so involved in this because they have these tight social circles, it feels good to connect with your friends over these things. Absolutely. It, it, it kind of reconnected me to a friend, um, from high school that lives like on the other side of the country that like, we don't really talk to a lot, but we have a few things in common. And then we found a few other things in common, but it like kind of reconnected us a little bit because I'd ask her questions about it and she'd tell me she liked something and blah, blah, blah. But yeah, it's just like, It's they found that there's something that people like about it from a consultancy consultancy perspective. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like then they just kind of keep preying on that.
1: Yeah, and and I think there's like there's this really positive bright side to it that they just they they take that. They yeah they take that and they run with it. Um, But then there's a very dark side to it. Mm -hmm. So just. Keeping that in mind. And with that, I will, I'm will. i going to give some uh, some stats, some oh, actual facts. Good. Um, about one in seven U.S. households include someone involved in direct sales and participation skews female. 92% of in-home sales parties are thrown by women. Dang. And that's, yeah, that's what we're kind of talking about here. Well, what um, dude are,
0: is, like, going to be, like uh, – These products normally aren't tailored towards dudes, but, like <laughs> – what dudes are going to like, come <laughs> over, we're selling fleshlights. <laughs> we're going to have some beer and chips oh and salsa. God.
1: Like I, I would fucking love for there to be an <laughs> SNL sketch about that. Um, or like low tea, like supplements, like, you know, the low testosterone fucking commercials. <laughs> or like, uh, like Alex Jones sells that shit on... You know Alex Jones, the fucking oh, oh, like crazy guy. Yeah, the alt. Yeah, he's hilarious. Um, <laughs> there's always like ads of him with his shirt off, and he just looks. He, he doesn't look any different, like muscular wise. He just looks more red. <laughs> he looks like
0: <laughs> he's
1: just is so bad. Oh my god, fuck that guy. Uh. Um, yeah. Uh, financial disclosure disclosures sta- statements reveal that across companies. Women who make um, money from the multi-level marketing that they get into are the one percent. Like so, the people that you see mm-hmm. making money because they will play up the fact that there's women out there that are making money and like like the um, is it is it Avon or Mary Kay where they have they get the pink Cadillac. Cadillac?
0: It's Mary Kay. Well,
1: yeah, they now they have like black BMWs that they they get when they're like the top sales people. Um, so women, so the women who make bank from this are the 1% or the point,
0: the 0.1%. Well, and they're the people that get in either super early or get like some sort of actual job at these places where they pick up their downlines.
1: Right. Yeah. We were talking to, um, I was talking to DJ's parents about like they were here visiting, um, Last week, or it'll be a couple of weeks ago, if, if from when this is <laughs> released. Um, and we were—I was like telling them about how we were going to do an episode on this, and and we started talking about uh, Herbalife, and um, it got popular back in like the like seventies and eighties, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember—I have pictures of my parents in Herbalife shirts, like you know, holding me as a baby, and it says so been around for a really long time, but the people who got in like at the top did like DJ's parents were saying they know people who like made a shit ton of money from getting in very early, getting in on the ground floor, as they say. And they actually made money from it because it was at that time a pyramid scheme. Yeah. If not a Ponzi scheme, it was pretty fucking bad. Yeah. Um, And some of the stuff that they sell is questionable too. But again, it's been around for a long time. They know how to like, Dodge and bob and weave through all the fucking regulations and stuff. They've learned a lot of lessons over time, so they've been around for a while and they've lasted, but they just settled a massive lawsuit um, recently.
0: Well, and that's in the US,
1: but like. That's in the US. They can't, I, I don't think they can do the same stuff in the US anymore because of all the lawsuits.
0: So now they're preying on like people in Mexico and India, which it's like, Herbalife, get fucked. Like, you are the worst. And they sponsor the LA galaxy. They're the yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. sponsor of an MLS team. It's like, what, how, who let that happen? They're not even a legit business. And they're doing like, they're doing content integrations on the like Mexican version of ugly Betty. Like a, mm-hmm. it's like the telenovela of ugly Betty or whatever. Mm-hmm. Fuck you guys. Like that's fucking crazy. And the, the John Oliver, um, episode showed a bunch of people from Mexico that, like, have lost thou- tens of thousands their entire, of dollars.
1: Their entire life savings. They're in debt. It's fucking sad. And
0: because they got swindled by someone who is not a good friend.
1: No. Um, well, and, like, some of these people who have been doing it for, you know, who who stick with it and put like if you're going to be dedicating the time like I was saying before the time energy and money into this in the way you might as well like get a fucking like not that this isn't a real job but like you it's not a real job you can you could go back to school and get your degree in actual marketing and start your in your own business oh
0: god Um, but that's what appeals to people it's like it's like they da- don't want to do bad the- diets and shit. They don't want to mm-hmm. do the work or wait or wait for the results. Yeah. Like they, it's it- it's promising immediacy and it's promising a lot of money and and it does not do that. No. This
1: is not a get rich quick scheme. Um, people who who do make money from this have been doing like I said 5 to 10 years before reaching any anywhere near a top tier. Yep. Um, when they have higher commissions and bigger bonuses and more consultants under them to mentor. And then that's where it gets fucked up like you were mentioning earlier. Um, when you have people under you who you keep recruiting, that those are they're making the money for you basically. Mhm. So and I and I just quickly want to say just because there's money in and around these things does not mean you'll see any of it. A lot of these companies are making money hand over fist recruiting wholesalers and you don't see that money. Mm-hmm. You you just don't. It's it's doesn't add up. Um if you have to get more people recruited to your team and they have to sell and recruit people for you to make money, guess what? It's a fucking pyramid scheme. Mm -hmm. Uh, And if if you think about it, 99% of people are losing money and only the tip-top 1% are actually making money because they're making money off the people below them. You literally just don't have to do anything anymore Mm -hmm. after you recruit... Enough. ...however many people. Um, The best-case scenario for 99% of people is that they're breaking even and maybe, maybe making a couple thousand dollars a year. And that's... That won't even, because if you have to buy in at all, like you're, you're not, you're already in the hole.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and just, just to help people identify if red flags of a questionable multi- multi-level <laughs> marketing opportunity. Everybody listen
0: up. This is the this advice. Is
1: from, this is advice. And this is from the Better Business Bureau. Like this isn't just... Some fucking bullshit we pulled out of our house. This is directly from the Better Business Bureau's website. They're be-
0: and they're one step above the Basic Business Bureau. Yeah, <laughs> they're better.
1: Yeah, they're better. It's not the best um,
0: business bureau. We did it. We better. couldn't get that information.
1: We just want people to be better. <laughs> yeah. um, so red flags are promises of high earnings, especially with little effort, time, or serious commitment. Mm-hmm. Sorry, you gotta. Sorry, you need to put
0: in time commitment and effort
1: (laughs) to make money. It's crazy, weird. Uh, Another red flag is a requirement to purchase a large amount of inventory to start with no written guarantee that unsold products will be bought back for a certain percentage of the original price. That's a big, big red flag. Hope you like leggings. Yeah, I've (laughs) shit on this. The pink truth. They there's people that just have pictures of like crates and fucking garages full of just shit that they've <gasps> had. It's so crazy. That, that's
0: the other reason Herbalife is so fucking smart at what they're doing.
1: Their shit expires.
0: Yeah, and then you're fucked. You're just, you have a bunch of boxes of fucking vitamins that you can't sell to anyone because they are expired. Oh my God.
1: Uh, and the last red flag is a request for payment in cash uh, via wire transfer or money order for the initial investment. Oh, I mean, that's weird. And that's like Craigslist anyway. shit. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, those
0: are those are
1: the the facts of the of life. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Listen up, people. We had a um, um. I don't think my parents did Herbalife, but they did. Um. There was this thing called Mona V. And ooh, the Nani juice. Yeah.
1: Is that what <laughs> Nani juice? I thought that was what is like N O N. N O N I was
0: like some Hawaiian.
1: thing Oh yeah, or maybe
0: uh, yeah, yeah. It had like acai in it and like all this. I think my parents had that too. Probably. I think uh, they probably all sold it. They were probably the <laughs> the, the fucking what's it called? The Lower downline. Tier, right? They were the downline, the downline for someone in Lake Arrowhead. Um, yeah. But uh, I remember my my parents having it and like you know you're supposed to take a little shot of it every day. But instead, my dad just started using it to make cocktails. <laughs> And I was like, he's like, oh, it's this Your health dad's juice. Genius. He's like, it's this health juice. It's supposed to make you feel really good. And it's it actually tastes pretty good because it's just juice. And yeah. um and I was it's like, sugar. I think that like <laughs> if if this isn't a scam, dad, I think that defeats the healthy benefits by fucking adding alcohol to it. <laughs> it's like Oh come my on. god.
1: No, it's a it's a health tonic. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Deej. Oh, uh, Milky's up there.
0: Is he setting up the baby shower? <laughs> yeah. Yep. What a fucking uh, gem of a man. Oh, I know. Pete's... Dude, you're... you're what? Yeah. So, oh, go ahead. I was no, going to no. say your dad's a fucking genius. Oh, yeah. No, my dad's <laughs> fucking... But I was like, no, it defeats the purpose. But then I just remember, like, I think I had come back from college, like, for a visit, and there was just cases of it in our garage. I was like, what oh, the fuck God. is this shit? I leave for a... Three months and you guys can't hold your shit you're together. You're in a goddamn you're in you're a a scheme. pyramid scheme. <laughs> scheme. Have I taught you nothing? Yeah. Hi, mom. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, mom. Oh my yeah. God. So everybody, be okay. warned. Yeah. I
1: I don't want any of it.
0: No. You know? No. I'm not interested. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad I know how to identify one now. Although I'm, pr- I like to think I'm smart. And can identify that. Also, I I I do think these take a certain amount of hustle,
1: but it's oh, yeah. the kind
0: I don't want to do. I'd rather just right. show up to work every day for eight hours. I, yeah, I don't I, I don't, don't want to beg my friends to like fucking buy my shit. Yeah, because all you get is
1: pity purchases. Yeah, like, when you I mean, I've done it,
0: and it burns out. Like you you know, it like could burn out friendships or I don't know. Yeah, it's um. Yeah. The and I just yeah it it could be the coolest
1: thing in the world but if it's if it's sold to me in this form or fashion it just loses appeal. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um. Also these companies don't care. They don't give a shit. Uh, Lululemon is just slapped with a huge lawsuit because their um their leggings fall apart like tissue paper. <laughs> um, and like the quality is garbage. So. Um, and I'm sure some of the stuff is great, but it's just not, it's not, yeah.
0: You literally can't, um, dry anything. All of their clothes. Yeah. That's probably when they turn to tissue paper. All of their clothes are like, um, you have to like hang dry them.
1: Yeah. And 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 if I'm going to hang, if I'm not going to, if I'm going to like hand wash something, it better be fucking nice. Yeah. It
0: better be from fucking banana
1: Republic. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um i'm talking i it better be i silk. don't it better be silk yeah
0: um
1: yeah i don't want i i shouldn't have to hand wash something because it'll fall apart <laughs> i should have to hand wash something because it's a delicate nice fabric also
0: like. um i think most women don't wear underwear under their leggings that shit can't be falling oh apart God. when i'm at the grocery store
1: Jesus Christ, your cooter'd be all over the goddamn frozen, <laughs> frozen food section.
0: Uh, oh my god! Uh, cooter coming through. We have a cooter cleanup on aisle seven. Like, what do you do? You just, like, put some you chicken hope, cutlets. <laughs> you hope your shirt's long enough, I guess. Yeah, you take some of those know. plastic bags in the meat section, or, like, <laughs> produce bags, and you make... Wrap it up. Quickly fashion a little skirt. You just MacGyver a little fucking bag skirt and then that's, that quality is better than the Lula garbage. (laughs) Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, Yep. Well, that's all
1: the things I got, I think. Yeah, I think we're good. So. I think we, we were mean, just enough mean, just enough nice. Yeah. (laughs) I don't care.
0: No, I care. I care. No, we weren't mean. I we lo- weren't mean about our friends. We're mean about these companies that are garbage. I don't want. It's not. I, our I
1: care. Fault. I care. I I care about my friends, and I care about the fact that these companies are fucking bullshit. Yeah. And I don't want them. If you guys want to learn any more about this, go to pinktruth.com. dot com. This is a really great website. Uh, I got a lot of information from it, and a lot of really fucked up stories from people who got involved in. Um, not just Mary Kay, but, um, a lot of other multi-level marketing and they have a good support system. So if you've gone through some of this and you're pissed off and need to vent, like there's some good testimonials and you can even send in your own if you want to.
0: Oh, that's nice. Yeah. um Oh, maybe people will want. Maybe we have listeners that have done this and it was like a total clusterfuck, and they want to tell us about it. Like, send us a yeah, little fun us... story. We won't. Yeah, and we won't share your and name let us if you know don't f- want to.
1: Yeah, we won't share your name, but and and let us know if it's okay if, for us to to share uh, the story. Yeah, because we will totally do that. Yep.
0: And and it's fun. I. And it's fun. And yep. follow us on social media so that we can use our social currency and annoy you about this fucking <laughs> podcast, you buttholes. And uh, I hope everybody likes the little um memes that we make because I think they're so funny and they make me uh, happy. and they're fun to make. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I I just like spend probably too much time doing that. Isn't that yeah, isn't that app fun to oh make Oh my them all god. Too? Yeah, it's so much fun. I subscribe to the pro version. For free oh, shit. for seven days, because uh, I, because I was trying to add in like a shape or something. Oh, because oh. I made that um on Twitter. I made that uh, the money doctor. Hey, it must be Doctor Money. <laughs> and I put his face in a dollar bill or a hundred dollar bill.
1: That was a really good oh, one. Good, I thanks. loved it.
0: I was like, it's have- so fucking good. I can't wait for, for <laughs> two people to see
1: this. <laughs> yeah, we don't want just two people to see our
0: fun fucking memes we make. Yeah. So sh- we got dank memes, y'all. Dank memes. We got <laughs> memes for days. And so you guys just need to share with your friends, please.
1: Yeah. And share to your social
0: meds because um, it's funny stuff and it's so easy to share it and then you look cool. Yeah. You're like, look at these. Look at this funny.
1: Look how I'm getting in on the ground level of this podcast. <laughs>
0: Yes, you guys will make a shit ton of money if you guys start listening to this podcast now. Start recruiting listeners, then you'll get... Start recruiting. It won't be money, it'll be cool cachet.
1: It'll be social currency. Yes.
0: (laughs) Hey, must be social monies. (laughs) Uh, Work on your downline, just start recruiting now. You need a downline. Thank you. Uh, You'll get... Uh, social commish. And by that, I mean, shout outs for every mm. person you recruit on social means, <laughs> social means. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, but yeah. Follow us on social media <laughs> at
1: DTFU podcast <laughs> everywhere. And, and if you, if you have stories, uh, um, send us an email, uh, or if you just want to like say, what's up? Hey girl. What's up? What's up? Um, dtfu podcast at gmail.com
0: yeah and thanks for listening guys we thanks for listening I had so much fun today I even woke up like I set my alarm for 6 a.m because I needed to finish my research and, oh my and by God. finish I mean start <laughs> you did great thanks. uh and um but I got up at like 5 45 naturally I was just like Bing. And then mm. I was like, ooh. And then, then I was like, I watched some, like, stuff last night. But then I was, like, you know, reading all through, like, Pink Truth and stuff. And I was, like, "Yeah, um, so excited. So. Yeah.
1: It was a good one. It was one. good.
0: Yeah, I had fun today. And this one it won't yeah. be too long, which is nice. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. All right. Well, I'll talk to you later. Okay. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.